Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. Broadcasting from the small business capital of America, this is WIIFM Milwaukee, an idea coach station. You're on the small business journey, and sometimes you need a dose of creativity and a helping hand, and that's why we're here. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, where we build big ideas live without a net, so you can turn your small business dreams into reality. You share what you're building, and I'll rally to make it bigger, better, faster, more. And it's not just what will be, we also want to hear your wins. So we're all reminded that small business success is here for every single entrepreneur that gets clear, works hard, and doesn't quit. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. If you want to be a part of the show, hello, we're right here for you. Get on that newfangled thing called the internet. Have you heard of the internet? Yeah, go to the internet and put in this thing called a web address, patmillershow.com. Go there and you can pick the day and time that works for you and you can bring it with your challenge or your opportunity or your small business celebration. Either way, I want to hear about it and I want to talk to you because you're brilliant and everyone needs to know it. On today's show, we have one question and answer session, and we have an expert interview. In fact, the expert interview is going to help you solve a big-time problem if this statement applies to you. Do you have all of your clients' information? Do you have all of your clients' and contacts' and networks' information? Do you have all of that information in one place? And in this one magical land of information, it will tell you the last time you talked to them and everything you've ever sent them and everything they've ever clicked on or read or checked out. Everything you would want to know about them, like detailed granular stuff all in one place. If the answer is no, if you can't pause this podcast and go to your computer and see everything you could ever want to know about your clients in one place, we need to fix that. What's missing for you is a CRM. A CRM is a tool. It's a web tool that's going to bring all of your customer intelligence into this one neat and tidy little website. And inside a CRM, oh my gosh, there are so many amazing things that you can do that maybe you're doing the long way right now. So let's pretend all of your customer conversations are buried inside your email box and tell me if this sounds familiar. Well, I know that I was talking to Carrie. When is the last time I emailed her? And you go to the search bar and you put in Carrie and you get all of Carrie, but then you get all the other Carries that you know, and then you get the ads that also have the word Carrie in them. And you can't see what you've sent them and what you've received in the same display. Like it's a total hot mess. Or let's say you want to text Carrie. Oh, well. 
can you do that from one place or do you need to search your email and find their number and then whip your phone out and then, or let's say you're really curious about who your leads are. Like who's this close to buying? What if you could track where they are inside a nurturing program and see they go from awareness to interest to consideration to, ooh, they haven't clicked buy yet. So those are the people I'm really going to love up on. This is the type of stuff that happens inside a CRM. Great CRMs will also build your website. They'll build your sales funnels. They'll let you text and email your clients. Uh, They'll let you do basically everything except give them a back rub. I mean, CRMs are unbelievable. So if you're sitting there right now saying, Pat, I don't have a CRM, we need to fix that. And the earlier you fix it, the better. Because a good CRM, what it's going to do, it's going to continue to collect information. And as your business grows, the database is just going to get bigger and richer. And then once it gets really big and really rich, you can start looking for patterns and trends and improve your business. Build better landing pages. Build smarter emails that open more frequently. Find better ways to get them from interest to purchase in the nurturing funnel. All of those things are possible inside a great CRM. So on this episode, we're going to have a conversation with Lisa Andrews, and then we are going to interview a CRM expert. In fact, it's not any CRM expert. It's the CRM expert that runs the CRM that I use here on the show that's helped me scale my business from, boy, I'd like to have a business to a real thing. So if you're curious about CRMs, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just a big believer in them. You need to have one. We're going to talk with her and ask the questions that a starter would want to know. Why we need one, how we get set up, and what are some of the benefits once it's up and running. So we'll talk with Melissa Blair here in just a little bit. I think we should start this show on a positive note. I think we should start this show with a small business celebration. And that's what we're going to do. So let's welcome in Lisa Andrews. Lisa, we want to hear about the celebration. But before we get there, tell us who you are, what you do, where you're calling from, and then we'll get into the celebration. So welcome to the Pat Miller Show, Lisa. Thank you very much for having me. Um, I'm Lisa Andrews, and I'm with A-plus Insurance Agency, which is my own agency. I just opened. Um I've been in insurance for 12 years, and I was working for the man, uh, you know, putting in all the hard work and effort and getting not everything I should have been. Um, So a partner um, that I was working with uh, said, let's open an insurance agency. And I said, you know what? You can't just open an insurance agency. And he said, why not? And then I started thinking, why not? Uh, so I made a couple of calls, um, being in the business, I know you have to have a support group, um, kind of like the Pat Miller show, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) um, so I joined a master agency, which, um, as a very little agency, which is me, um, the master agency, uh, supports you and they help you learn in ways you didn't know you needed to. Um, They help you get all of your insurance carriers. um, And with that, they're a community of their own. They help you, you know, they support you and they help build. And uh, they, as a 
single person make me look like I'm part of a multi-billion dollar company, but it's all my own. So um, I think your story will resonate with a lot of people. I was working for someone else. I decided to go out on my own. When your partner said, hey, let's go start our own thing, and you reflexively said, uh, we can't do that, what part of you reacted that way? Reflect back on that decision of, whoa, whoa, whoa no, we can't do that, because I think it's something I, we've all gone through. Yeah, I think it was just uh, like a knee-jerk reaction. Automatically, I didn't even think about it. I said, you can't just do that. And and literally, when he said, why not? I said, I, I don't know why not. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I had to do some research, um, knowing that the, the initial agency that I was a part of, um, we had one carrier, and you had to build up from that, and it was very hard to get one without having, um, like I said, a master agency. So they are the ones that help you uh, be where you need to be. So every every business owner needs a support group. Um, I now have two. I have my master agency, and I have the Idea Collective. So one helps you um, morally and um well more i don't need help with that but <laughs> they keep you in check um you know they help you build your business um and then the idea collective helps you with everything else so, so how long did it go from you were working for someone else to now your agency is open how long did that take um it probably took about 6 months okay um because i was i was actually working for his business um helping him grow his business. And then I needed to find somebody that could be me for him, um, which was the hardest part, getting out of my old job, getting the new one started. Um, but it is it is very slow starting from the ground up. So now looking back to that person six months ago, if someone's listening to this and they're in the same situation you are, either they're working for someone else and dreaming of doing it by themselves, or they just left to start their business what pieces of advice or what would you tell that person who's just starting out with their business? Uh, it can be done uh, because literally my first reaction was, I can't do this. And if it's having someone else tell you that you can do it or looking in the mirror and saying, I can do this, it can be done. You know, there is a way. There's one other thing to dig in on here is that you didn't leave, or at least I bet you didn't leave the old business because you weren't making enough money. How are you defining success now that you have your own shop? Um, every little thing is a win. Everything is a win. Um, to the first client, to the bigger client, um, and, and I don't consider myself a salesperson. Um, I am not a transactional insurance deal. I have a community that I help support and in turn um, will protect their business. So a small business is my passion. Um, I want to help protect their business because that's what I have, a small business. And I've always had a passion for small businesses, um, support local small business. So that's where... My passion is that's who I want to surround myself with um, and then help their business grow. 
And while I want to motivate people to make the jump to start their own thing, I also want to make sure that people that are just starting out and it feels really hard don't get frustrated because it doesn't get easier. So now that you're six months in, what are you struggling with? What are your day-to-day challenges? So people know we got to put the work in and then the challenges just morph as you move forward. So what do they have to look forward to once they get six months in? What are some of the challenges that you're facing now? Um, I don't think that it's going to get any easier. So just because you have some clients, you, you always need to have more. Um, it doesn't get any easier to do that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's an every day you have to work the system, whatever it is, however you build your business, you have to do it. Um, the best part is having the freedom to know if I have done my job for the day and I want to leave early, I'm going to leave early. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I don't want to work on Friday afternoons and I don't have anybody to see, I'm not working Friday afternoon. Absolutely. But if I stay in work, I might get something more done. Yeah. And I think that's something that happens when you own the place. Time is compensation and it's magical. Okay. So let's do it on the flip side. You shared one of the recent problems that you're dealing with. What is the next goal? What is the next goal on your horizon that we can cheer you on for? Um, ooh, I mean, I just have so many. Um, so I'm, I'm always looking for more small businesses to help. Um, I would just like to be able to meet more small business owners. Yeah, for sure. So this is where we take the champagne bottle and we smash it over the front of your boat and we wish you lots of luck. Lisa Andrews from A-Plus Insurance, thank you so much for coming on, inspiring the folks that are listening, and we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much for having me. Great to hear from Lisa. Congratulations on the launch, and that's what we like to do. Sometimes we don't need to solve a problem. We just need to celebrate a little bit, and darn it, it feels good to do it. Okay, up next, as I mentioned, we are going to learn about CRMs and why you need one to run your business. You want to make more money? You want to have less stress? You want to be able to scale effortlessly? Of course you do. That's why you need a CRM. We'll talk with Melissa Blair from Cultivating Sales Pro coming up next on The Pat Miller Show. Running a small business is lonely and hard. I mean, we know that, right? But did you know it doesn't have to be? Stop networking and start connecting with other entrepreneurs on the small business journey in the Idea Collective Small Business Incubator. In this exclusive worldwide community, we're sharing information, we're brainstorming together, and we're supporting each other through the highs and the lows of building your small business. Learn more about the group and get the feel of this show 24-7 in your small business. Visit ideacollectiveincubator.com. That's ideacollectiveincubator.com. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, a show built just for you, the small business owner that's working hard to build your dream. My dream is to have this show on the radio and in podcast ears coast to coast 
and that means I could use a hand. Do you mind helping me out? That's not too much to ask, is it? I'd love it if you could rate and review the podcast wherever you capture it, because that'll help us get in front of more people. It really does make a difference. And if you could give me 10 seconds, I'd really appreciate it. Also, subscribe to the show. That way you don't miss our conversation that happens every single week. And then, and then, when you're ready, hit up patmillershow.com. That's patmillershow.com, and you can reserve your opportunity to come on the show so we can capture an opportunity or solve a problem in your small business live here on the air. Now, this interview that we're going to do, I think, will help a lot of people, especially if you don't have a CRM in your small business. And if you just said in your head, Pat, what's a CRM? You're exactly who I'm talking to because CRMs are unbelievably powerful when you use them in your business. And the person that does my CRM is on the line and she's going to teach us now. Melissa Blair, Cultivating Sales Pro. Melissa, how are you? Thank you for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I'm great, Pat. Thanks for having me. I absolutely love that you're doing this because as a small business owner, we need all the help we can get. Darn right. And CRMs can be really powerful. But if someone is thinking, a CRM, what's that? All right. What's a CRM, Melissa? It stands for Customer Relationship Management. And it's a tool that we use uh, in our business to help us keep track and nurture all the relationships we're building. Whether you're running ads or you're out networking or you're getting referrals, it doesn't matter how you're out there collecting these relationships, but you have to get them into a place where you have that information, you are telling the software where you met them, maybe who you have in common, what their problem is. It's a way of just keeping track of that. And most of us know, even with, um, this is probably outdated now, but even with Facebook, they used to say the average person can only keep track of about 150 people in their life. It's probably old by now, but, um, and that's the same thing with business. Hopefully you have more than 150 people that you've talked to about your business. How do you keep track of those people and how do you nurture them over time? And that's what a CRM helps you do. So this might be a little basic, but it's kind of like a database of all your business relationships. Does that make sense? It's an electronic Rolodex. Now I, (laughs) I'm dating myself big time with that one, but those, (laughs) Who know what a Rolodex is? It was this big thing that sat on your desk and you took business cards and you like hole punched them and put them in and it wheeled around and you'd go to the the, the M's and you'd find Pat Miller. Um, Then you would pull that card out and you would call that person. That's what a CRM is in today's world. Okay. Um, So what problem does it solve? If I don't have one now, it'll help organize all my contacts. But to what end? What is the problem that's solved when all of them are in one place? And that was the problem with the old Rolodex. It just sat there on your desk. It did nothing. Um, A new uh, updated 2022 Rolodex or a CRM actually move. So in other words, if I get a new lead in, and um, now that we're out networking again in person, um, this is what I used to do before COVID. This is what I'm doing again now. 
I would meet somebody, we'd have a nice conversation. They'd say, hey, you know, this is something, you know, maybe we should try to meet again or whatever, or I'd like to get to know you better. I would get back. I would take their business card. I would enter their contact information in. And then I immediately sent a text saying, hey, I just met you at the networking event. Uh, I'd love to chat more and get to know you. Here's my link to my calendar. And then they're able to book a meeting with me. So I immediately, and a good CRM is going to have a lot of these tools in it. I'm immediately reaching out and giving them a way to connect with me. And if they don't connect with me, then I'm able to nurture that relationship. I have a series of emails and text messages, and we even have voicemails that'll just drop into their program or into their, into their phone. And we're just gently nurturing them over time to stay in front of them. And so once I get that contact and I add them to that list, more or less, I know that for the next year, they're going to periodically getting, be getting information from me. Now, hold on, hold on. Because the next question I was going to ask is, how do we work differently with a CRM? So what I'm hearing you say is that it used to be I'd get a business card, I'd email them once, and that would be it because they wouldn't email me back and relationship over. But with a CRM, I can put them into this magical box that will then automatically reach out to them for the next year to nurture them till they're ready to do business. And you can set all that stuff up in advance? Yep. You still have to have permission to do that. There's nothing worse than you meet somebody and they automatically add you to their list. That's mm -hmm. a no-no. Sure. So you still want to have that permission um, that they did that. And sometimes I'll even ask that, do you mind if I add you to my newsletter so we can stay in touch? And then they will respond. The other thing that happens is I'm not saying email is dead, not by any way, shape or form is email dead. Matter of fact, I just got a snapshot. I wasn't able to go to traffic and conversion, which is the biggest marketing um conference. It's happening right now in San Diego. And somebody sent me a, a, a snapshot from a big wig that's talking. And he said, email is not dead and it's not dead. Mm -hmm. But when you pair email with text messaging, text messaging is more personal. It's more conversational. It's, it's a real person. And so that combination is just amazing when you put the two together. I'm not sure if that answers your question. No, it does. <laughs> it does. So we're, we're talking, it can email, it can text people, it can text. automatically nurture people over time. Of For all the time. things that you see CRMs do, what's the thing that an entrepreneur looks at and goes, whoa, it can do that? Is there anything yeah. you've seen that really blows minds? Oh, a lot of things. Um, I would guess that text messaging is probably the biggest thing. Um, when we pair it, uh, it, it, it for, for people that are new to CRMs and emailing and all that good stuff, the average open rate for an email is 20%. So that means when you send an email, 80% of your audience is not seeing it. When you pair texting and emails, we get a 60 to 70% open rate, Whoa. which means we're just using that text message to say, hey, Pat, I just sent you a really important email. Make sure you go find it. And then that teaches you, my audience, to go find that email, open it up. That teaches the email gods that my emails get open and then they send more and more and more of them through. Otherwise, a lot of them end up in spam um, or in the promotions folder in Gmail. And so when you pair the two up, 
it is a phenomenal way to stay in touch with people and to to just start that conversation. That's yeah. what we really want. We just want to start a conversation. It's not about manipulative selling and all that kind of stuff. It's just starting a conversation. Well, and if you're turning contacts and business cards into better relationships, what a great opportunity. So let's put this into real world terms. I want you to think of a client that was a hot mess before you started working with them, and now they're making gallons of money because they have a CRM. And you don't need to out them on the air, but I want you to think of a time (laughs) when a CRM was installed, it blew their mind, and now they are growing their business because they have a CRM in place. So many of our clients, um, CRMs have changed over time. I've always been a nerd. So I've always been into back in the day, it was ACT and then Salesforce. I mean, there was so many different programs. Um, nowadays, you pretty much run your entire business out of this platform, out of, out of a CRM, a good CRM, um, because it's going to integrate with so many other parts of your business. And if sales and marketing isn't the most important thing in your business, that's a whole different problem. Sales and marketing has got to be a focus. And that's what CRMs are built to do is increase your sales through more effective marketing. Um, Does that work? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways to increase your sales, but if you're not out there telling people what you do uh, and letting people know that you're there, um, you got nobody to sell to. Yeah. Yeah. And wouldn't it be nice to have more warm leads ready to go and people reaching back out to you? I saw your thing. Can I buy it? That would be fantastic. So last question would be, if someone doesn't have a CRM now, how long is the transition process to go from pile of business cards to something they can use? Obviously, it depends on how many business cards, but in general, is this a 90-day conversion, a two-week conversion? What do you kind of see with the average business? A great question. Um We've been building ours for three and a half years. So we have ours like fully up and running with every imaginable thing you can think of. To get started, the, one of the number one ways is to get your calendar set up. We have a, uh, a feature where you can have people book appointments with you. And that's probably the number one thing is to get people starting to book with you. And then the second thing and it's, I would say the number one problem we see clients dealing with, and that's a lack of, of a nurture or a follow-up process. In other words, if you don't buy from me today, you are never going to hear from me again. Right. <laughs> you know, you just, you do not matter in my world. I'm, you know, go away. And by even putting together uh, a once a month email text combo, um, that means writing 12 nurture emails, you know, 12 emails about what you do and how you help people. Um, mainly how you help people, how you could help them. Uh, if you had just 12 of those, you are going to outsell your competitors because they don't have that. They don't have it. Nobody. I mean, it is the number one thing we see people not do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more sales, less stress, Sounds good. We will put a link to Cultivating Sales Pro inside the episode show notes. Melissa Blair, thank you for coming on and teaching us about CRMs for folks that don't have one. It's really a game changer. I appreciate you coming on the Pat Miller Show. Pat, appreciate you a lot. I really enjoyed this episode. We learned something that we didn't know, how to have a CRM and what it does for our business, and we got to do some celebrations. 
Lisa started her business and we had time to really dig into it and talk about it. So that was fun. So if you're sitting there thinking, boy, I'd love to be on the Pat Miller Show, don't forget, we've got time available. Visit patmillershow.com and you can reserve your time for a question, a comment, or a sarcastic remark. They're all welcome. That's, that's what we do here. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, here to help you build your small business dream. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Guests on the Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of this show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.